Destiny. Today we're going to read an extra special story. And I say extra special because at the end of this episode, you're going to get to hear from the author herself. And she granted me an interview. So that was a very exciting new thing for me. And I hope that you enjoy it as much as I did. So here we go. This book is called Cal the Camel and His Kayaking Adventure. And it's by Holly Reberg. Cal the Camel was a very curious camel who longed for adventure. He lived in a wilderness park and wished that just once he could go on an adventure. The wilderness park attracted visitors from all over the nation, traveling on their own adventures. The visitors would drive through the park, hoping to catch a glimpse of various wild animals, including camels. Cal and his friends would entertain the visitors by looking cute and getting up close to lick their windows. The visitors would squeal with delight. Even though licking windows and seeing new visitors was fun, Cal longed for at least one exciting adventure before his next birthday. Feeling like it might never happen, Cal decided to go to bed early. The next morning, Cal woke up a little upset. He figured that today would just be like any other day. B-O-R-I-N-G. Boring. But, as he heard the crackle of gravel, a car approached. Looking up quickly, Cal was enthralled. This car looked different than most. Two long, funny-looking shoes sat on the roof. As Cal watched, his caretaker Jim asked the visitors about the objects on top of their car. It turned out that these were not shoes at all. They were kayaks. The family had traveled a long distance to kayak on the nearby lake and were now headed to a large waterfall. Wait a minute. Wait just a minute. Did they say kayaks? Kayaks were the most glorious things that he had ever seen. And Cal knew immediately that today was going to be different. That today he was going on an adventure. Cal's imagination ran wild as he thought up a scheme to get inside of those kayaks. He followed the car past his zebra and giraffe friends and yelled to his mother that he would be back later. She yelled back, take your little sister and be back by dark. Where are we? What are we doing? Where are we going? What's with those big shoes? His sister trotted behind him with questions. Cal told her to be quiet and follow along if she was interested in an adventure. While the family stopped to get out and take pictures of the new baby giraffe, Cal and Callie 
managed to climb into the kayaks. The family finished their pictures and headed for the falls. Cal was so excited. His adventure was about to begin. Once at the falls, the family climbed out of their car to go swimming. And after the coast was clear, Cal and his sister carried the kayaks on their humps all the way up to the falls. When they reached the pool at the top, Cal secured their protective gear just before they launched into the water. They had fun spinning in circles, going backwards, and splashing each other with their paddles. They were having so much fun that they didn't realize that they were inching closer and closer to the edge. As they inched closer and closer to the waterfall, there was no time to paddle backwards and no time to prepare. There was only one thing left to do. Scream! Cal and Callie screamed all the way down the huge waterfall. Cal took a second to take in his surroundings and realized that he was right in the middle of his adventure. Once they hit the pool below, Cal made sure that Callie was okay and helped pull her up to the bank to get her out. Giggling and talking about their adventure, they secured the kayaks on their backs and raced out to the parking lot. They knew time was running out and they had to get home before dark. As it sunk in that they hadn't thought of a plan to get home, Callie started crying. How were they going to get home? Excited to see the family coming back to their car, Cal and Callie noticed that the youngest family member was crying. She had forgotten her favorite kitty at the wilderness park. Both camels were relieved. They were going home. Back in the park, the family stopped at the main office to retrieve their stuffed kitty. Cal and his sister hopped out of the kayaks and trotted home just in time for dinner. As Cal's family began to eat, his mom asked what they had been up to all day. Before Callie could give it all away, smiling, Callie rep- Cal replied, Oh, you know, nothing major, just the same old boring stuff. Their mom gave them both a funny look, but didn't question it any further. After dinner, Cal went to see his friends and tell them about his adventure. He could hear the faint sound of gravel crackling as the family left the park, chattering to each other that today had been their most favorite adventures ever. Thinking about his day, with a smile on his face, Cal could not have agreed more. The end. I hope that you love this story and that you check out www.calthecamel.com so that you could order it for yourself or for a friend and just check out what all Miss Holly has to offer. I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful day and that you come back for more stories in the future. Thanks for listening. Bye! So I'm about to place in some audio from an interview 
that I had with the author, Miss Holly, herself. I'm so excited to let you guys in on this little conversation that we had, and I hope that you enjoy it as much as I did. Also, um, if you're interested, again, her Facebook page is Cal the Camel, and you can also find her book at calthecamel.com, and she includes a coloring page with every order, so that's really cool. Without further ado, here is our interview. I wanted to say, uh, did you have any uh, favorite children's books author like that inspired you? Um, I don't have any specific one. I'm kind of drawn to cute books. So like if it's cute, I'll buy it, you know, and if it's a different story that I've heard and I am drawn to good illustrations and, um, like no, you know, not, no one stands out just being a teacher. I've read so many books, so it's kind of hard to pinpoint, but, um, uh, yeah, so not really anyone just constantly reading and, you know, buying children's books that are cute. And Absolutely. Uh, I definitely relate to that. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, so what inspired you to write this book in particular? I um, have always kind of wanted to write, and just, it was always in the back of my head, and I went on a kayaking trip of my own to the Arbuckle Wilderness in Oklahoma, and then we also kayaked some at a lake nearby, or a river, I think, and then we went to Turner Falls, and those are kind of landmarks in Oklahoma, so, um, you know, if you're near there, you stop and make a point to look at it, so, I don't know, I just, going through the wilderness park you know the animals are able to walk up to your cars and they can lick your windshield and you can pet them and feed them through your car and so I don't know I wrote the whole thing on the way home it was like a three and a half hour trip home so I wrote the whole thing in a little tiny um those little composition books you can get for like 35 cents at the dollar store yeah I filled that thing up with the story and it was done I mean I wrote it threw it in a box (laughs) and left it there for 11 years <laughs> yeah, I just pulled it back out in the last year or so. So I don't know. I just, you know, it's like I constantly think in books and I constantly think, oh, that'd be a cute story. Or, you know, if kids would say something cute, I'm like, oh, that'd be a cute story. So just, I don't know, just constantly thinking and just came up with a story about a camel. <laughs> so you, you said that you went to a wilderness park when you were on your trip. Um, was there like a camel there? Did, is that the reason why you chose yeah. a camel? Yeah, like donkeys. Donkeys are probably my favorite at the time, you know, because uh-huh. the way they sound. And now that I have kids, it's fun to make the donkey sound. And, you know. Um, But yeah, I just, you know, the camels were able to come up to your windows, you know, and stick their head in. And mm-hmm. I'd never been close to a camel. So that's what's neat about that wilderness park is it has exotic animals that aren't native to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So you get to see animals and then up close and personal. And um, we went back last two summers ago. Anyway, actually last summer. And it was a little bit different because of COVID. And then just some of the animals, not as many animals were allowed to be out and about. And so the experience was very different than that first experience. But um, 
you know, we still had like a horse lick our windshield. So it's still there. Things like yeah. that will still happen. It just may not be a camel if you go to visit. But um, yeah, camels and donkeys and I don't know, all kinds of things. Horses, all kinds yeah. of animals. There is something similar here in North Carolina, but um, the coolest one that I've been to was in Louisiana. It's very similar to that. They have like a, yeah. a lot of land and really cool animals. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I did want to, want to say that that one image of the camels in the story when they first put on their little life vest, I, I giggled so hard at that because it was just so cute. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. It's funny how like it just transpired, you know, 11, 12 years ago, I probably wouldn't have thought to put them in life vests, but just culturally we've become so protective and... Yeah. You know, and I started thinking about it through a kid's perspective, and I didn't want any kid to think, oh, I can go and do that and, you know, not be safe. So I wanted to, that image to be that, you know, even Cal's concerned about safety. And yeah. <laughs> it has protective gear. Yeah, it was really cute. Um, are you planning on writing more books about Cal the Camel? I have a um, second one in mind. I mean, I would love to do a series and, like, you know, kind of mimic all my adventures mm -hmm. and kind of put Cal in those. Um, my next one that I'd like to do is Cal the camel and his nativity adventure or nativity, something about like just being in a nativity where Cal is um, asked to play a part in a nativity, outdoor nativity scene and he's scared. Mm -hmm. He's afraid he can't do it. So um, just kind of a twist on, you know, you just expect the animals just to show up and Cal's like, I don't know, that's acting, that's scary. Yeah. What if I can't do it? So. That's kind of the next book I think I'm going to work on. I've written most of it, mm -hmm. so I just have to make it happen. <laughs> That's really cool. Okay, um, I probably should have said this one already, but I, I read in your in your bio at the end of the book that it was always your, like you'd always wanted to author a book. So I wanted to ask you if that was like your ultimate ambition or is that kind of like an ever-changing target? Um... I mean, by trade, I'm a special ed teacher, mm -hmm. and so teaching has always kind of been at the forefront. Um, even now, like, I thought I wasn't going to teach for a while, and I found myself teaching again. So it's just, it doesn't go away, but the writing doesn't go away either. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, because I put this book down 11 years ago, and it would not go away, then mm -hmm. writing is definitely an itch that is not going away. So I will probably right. always try to write something and produce something and make it happen so does that yeah. answer your question yeah absolutely i think that's pretty beautiful you know like it, it shows your students like you can you can take a break from from something if it's not right at the time but you know you'll get another chance to come back to it if you need right. to and it kind of taught me that like i'm very faith faith based and you know let god guide me and um, that you, you know, I kind of just grew up thinking, okay, I'm a teacher, I was called to teach, and that's all I'm ever meant to do, mm -hmm. and I think just, I don't know if it's just a girl thing, or just how we're raised, but just, you know, what are you going to be when you grow up? Okay, well, I'm going to be a teacher, and that's it, and it's like, you can be two or three things, you know, if you have a call for something, you're not just called to do one thing, sometimes you're called to do two or three things, and usually, like, all of us are created, you know, God, God's the ultimate creator, so he created us to create, you know, so we all probably have that little bit of, oh, I love to decorate, or oh, I love to draw, or 
I love to make gift baskets or I love to, you know, make my yard prettier, whatever. You know, we all just have that itch to, to create. And so I think we're all called to more than one thing for sure. Yeah, I agree. I, I did have in here that you were a teacher. <laughs> uh, I, I was going to ask you about like how, how your students inspire your writing, but you already touched on that. So, um, do you have any like fun facts that you would like to share about yourself or your venture into writing? Um, I have, I guess you could say I'm kind of a world traveler. I've been to different countries and did a mission trip to Africa. So Cal may pop up on an adventure to Africa. Um, I've been to London and Paris and so you know, I feel like there's a definitely a background for future books, you know, to tie that in. And my first teaching job was in New Orleans or south of New Orleans in the bayou. So I've taught everywhere. I've taught every age. Um, love to teach. Love to teach writing at some point, maybe. <laughs> so um, other facts, I'm a mom of two girls and we just... And we have two cats that are bugging me right now. <laughs> so just doing our thing. Yep. I would say, you know, if people are listening, young kids are listening, you know, save your money. I always tell my students, save your money for travel. You know, if you have money that you're earning, save some for travel, you know. And when you get jobs, save money for travel. Because traveling can open up so many new experiences and meet so many new people. And it's just awesome. It's fun. <laughs> I agree. All right, well, I've, I've run out of questions. That's okay. Um, uh, I just, well, first of all, I wanted to say thank you for doing this. I, I, like you said, the, is, this is very new. Uh, I've, I've never interviewed anyone, especially for the podcast. Hi, I just wanted to let you know that I created a Gmail account so that you could send me emails. I would love to hear where you're listening from. Anything that you would like to tell me, I'm open to, to reading your emails about it. And also, if you have any book recommendations, I would love to hear them. I'm going to let you know what it is right now. Are you ready? It's the title of the podcast, Beloved Children's Books at gmail.com. Again, Beloved Children's Books at gmail.com. I hope to hear from you soon.